0: Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, John Rahm lost out on $1.7 million because he tested positive for the virus. Didn't have any symptoms, tested positive, and told to go home, uh, even though he was leading the, the memorial by six shots. That up uh, you're seeing, is all the other PGA players rushing to get vaccinated. Today, we will talk about that. A Worcester police officer gives his life trying to save a child who was drowning Very sad story. Not that you heard any sympathy from uh, Ayanna Pressley or Liz Warren. Her 6.7 million followers on Twitter heard nothing about that. Uh, A conservative podcaster and pundit trolls AOC brilliantly. LeBron James quits on the Lakers and quits on the season. And Kamala Harris gives out cookies. Isn't that nice? Kamala Harris gave cookies to the media. Literally, we will tell you about that and a lot more on today's Callahan Podcast brought to you by DCU. If you love your car but your car payment, no problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the, and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high rent loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, Colleen, let's go. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right. Let me be the first to say that John Rom got screwed. John Rom got robbed. I. I. Here's what I don't understand about the Rom story. He was, as everyone knows by now, bizarre twist in the Memorial Tournament, the Jack Nicklaus Tournament over the weekend. Rom was in control. He was by far the best player for the first three days, up by six shots, cruising to a, a a championship uh in that tournament when uh they told him after his third round that he uh, tested positive for uh, the coronavirus uh, rom was devastated uh he obviously didn't hang around didn't talk didn't uh, mingle um but just went home and then issued a statement said you know it's too bad good luck to everybody but most stories that uh about some element of the virus, some element of the pandemic, are partisan. Most stories, as we know, see Dr. Fauci. Half the country hates him. Half the country is standing by him, even though they know he's lied for a year. They know he's just a political hack who did not tell the truth about the the origin, about masks, about the school closing for a year. They know that, but they're standing by him because it's political. Uh, you know, Republicans can't stand them. Democrats are, are circling the wagons around them and anything else, you know, uh, masks uh, again, you know, issue, uh, uh, shutdowns, you name it. There's half the country is on one side, half on the other. Well, where's the people who want to defend John Rahman? And I'll tell you, tell you how, how I can defend him. He, they, they do this all the time in tournaments. If there's an odd number of players, they have a, a guy go up by himself they could do it early in the term. He could be the first guy out on Sunday. They could have nobody with him. He could be alone with his caddy. He could wear a mask. He could stay away from all the other players. It's golf. You don't have to go near anyone. We already know there's no such thing, or it is very, very rare, to have outdoor uh, transmission uh, from, of the virus from from uh, casual contact. There's no examples of it. The New York Times admitted it worldwide. Nobody as far as they know, has gotten the virus from outdoor casual uh, contact. So let John Ron play on Sunday by himself. You know, his caddy can wear a mask. They can, you know, his caddy's probably vaccinated and go out and win the tournament. He would have. I have no doubt. It would have been aren't you,
1: aren't you a rule? I mean, minus maybe some of the COVID guidelines that you didn't like. Those are guidelines, but you're a rule follower. The rules are the rule. No, you tested positive. I no. R. See you no. later. I disagree.
0: And you got to challenge the rules in this, in this case, in this, in this era, in this climate, no, some rules were meant to be broken and John Rom didn't complain. I didn't hear anybody even say a word about this. They just "Oh, it's too bad. He tested positive. He's asymptomatic by the way, which is very rare for a asymptomatic person to uh, transmit the virus to somebody else, particularly outdoors. Wouldn't that have been cool if they said you could start before everybody else? You're leading the tournament, but you're going off first, or you could swim to last. The fans would stay away from them, or most, many of the fans would stay away from just because, you know, they, you know, the, a lot of people are following the voodoo, not the science. They're following the voodoo, and they're thinking, oh, the scary virus is going to get me. I'll stay away from him. That's fine. The, the cameras, the cameramen, the, the announcers, they're all socially distanced from ROM. They don't have to go near him. To watch him go out there on Sunday morning by himself and win the tournament would have been fascinating. It would have been great for the game, great for the tournament. People would have been kicking and screaming and saying how dangerous this is, but it's really not. You know, The adults who want to be vaccinated have been vaccinated. I'm going to guess a number of the players aren't vaccinated. We know a number of uh, uh, NBA players, NFL players. We know young, athletic, fit, healthy people don't really need it. I know Joe Rogan said that and then changed his mind, you know, the next day because somebody pressured him, but that's the way they look at it. They say, you know, I don't really need to be vaccinated. If I get it, I won't even know it. See John Rom, He has the virus. He has no symptoms. So if they let him go out and play and win, it would have been a uh, fascinating thing to watch. It would have been great TV. And it would have been, you know what else it would have been, Colony. It? it would have been fair. All right. Fair. He's leaving the tournament after three days. They tell him he has to go home. He gets nothing. He gets nothing. Patrick Cantley wins beats uh Colin Colin in a playoff, wins one point seven million dollars. That's what they took away from John Rom because he was infected with a virus that he didn't even know he had it just because he's a, because uh,
1: he's a borderline criminal who won't get vaccinated actually he's a, you know, I, I mean
0: uh, do you think the players were rushing to their nearest uh you know walmart or wherever they're doing the vaccines in their towns or are they going to the doc, their doctor's office or are they say okay you got me give me I the mean, vaccine i mean do you, want, do you
1: want you want to get paid 1.6 million dollars yeah. or not
0: this yeah. is the greatest ad for at least people in that you know who are golfers and and the and the the guys on the tour, the greatest ad you can have for the vaccine. It cost John Rahm, one of the best players in the world, one point seven million dollars and a championship, a trophy. Um, I wonder if today uh, there's a rush on vaccines among PGA players, just saying, you know, I don't really feel like I need to be injected with some. I'm, you know, again, if I get the virus, I won't even know it shoot me up. I can't take a risk. I'm going to guess there's at least a few players who are doing that. Some of them, you know, they got some comorbidities like Patrick Reed, little chubby. He probably already got vaccinated. Uh, I'm going to guess some of the guys, uh, I don't know. I don't even know if the, the media are asking people like, you know, whatever, you know, Patrick Cantley. if they're asking young, healthy, thin fit players, have you been vaccinated? I'm, you know, if I'm a player, I just say none of your business. Cause it really isn't. They should say.
1: That's what all the business. comments I saw about it yesterday. A lot of comments uh, were obviously defending Rom to some extent, but then wouldn't comment on whether or not they'd been vaccinated. Well, good. The good. I'm not going to tell you either. Colony, none of your business. I, absolutely. You got vaccinated. None of you're your none. business. I don't know much, but I know you're not going to risk the uh, chance to not play golf. So there's, yeah. you absolutely yeah. were vaccinated.
0: I, 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 I'm not telling you, but I wonder if there will be restaurants and golf courses that say you can't play here if you're not vaccinated, because if the goal is just to get people vaccinated and you pressure, you know, you think you don't think it's going to save your life. That's not how people think. I don't think that I was going to die from the coronavirus. But if you say I can't live my life, I can't go to restaurants, I can't fly on planes. I can't play golf. Then you go, you know what? What the hell? People are practical in the end. You don't want to, you know, we know it's become political. I mean, hell, yesterday Fauci was (laughs) Fauci who people still, some people still say he's not a politician. We know that's a lie. We know he's a political hack. But if you're defending Fauci and you want us to believe he's a man of science, a man of science who wore two masks. When he knew in private that masks didn't do a damn thing, he admitted in emails that masks don't protect you from this virus. And then he went out in public with two masks. That's what you call a politician who's uh, putting on a performance. But anyway, if you were going to defend Fauci and say he's not uh, all about politics and you know picking one side over the other, then look at yesterday. He was in New York. He was in Harlem, I believe, with Dr. Jill Biden, he was masked up even though he's vaccinated, uh, even though we saw in the emails where he said the masks don't work. He was masked up and making an appearance with the wife of the president. That's a politician. And I think that one of the most fascinating things to come out of this pandemic, this whole crazy last year and a half, which, uh, you know, hopefully we'll never have to live through again, but it has revealed a lot of things about a lot of people. And it is the most divisive story i think i've ever seen i mean literally you have people on one ne- or on most networks you know two three quarters of the media saying that the, by that the emails don't uh, reflect poorly on on fauci don't uh, point out that he's a hypocrite and a liar you have the other whatever 10 20% of the media mostly fox news and the new york post who've been right about most things. They've been right about most things. Uh, they're pointing out that Fauci has flip-flopped and lied over and over again, and about the most important things, you know, things like masks and school closings and shutdowns. Again, this is a guy who in a year and a half has expressed no concern, no sympathy for people struggling, kids who are falling behind in school, kids who are taking drugs, people who are you know losing their businesses and and, and you know drinking or domestic abuse. I mean, there's just so many ancillary uh, issues that Fauci has just dismissed in the name of science. And if you look at the timeline, if you look at the things he said and did and the pronouncements, and by the way. Um, the guy's making five, six TV appearances a day, writing a book and making a documentary. Someone has to ask him at some point when he had time to doctor. I mean, he's an alleged doctor. When did you do all your doctoring? Uh, when did you, when were you in the office, you know, looking at, you know, at a computer or looking at one of those, you know, microscopes, looking at things under the microscope? When did you ever do that? You spent your life, all your waking hours emailing I mean the guy wrote 15,000 emails and how long was it three months he's 80 he's 80 but the, the to me what the the, the the low point or the the most partisan moment I've ever seen was all this comes out we now know fauci lied about all these inc- these very critical things and we know he was just uh, you know drunk with power and in love with the tell the TV the cameras the attention i mean this is a guy who lives for the to be a celebrity i've pointed out one of the funny things in the emails was he was quick to return an email from morgan fairchild (laughs) who even knew she was still alive but here he is this this is bureaucrat sitting in his office Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, taking time out to write an email or return an email to Morgan Fairchild, not to mention everybody at CNN, all his buddies, MSNBC, always had time for them. I'm not sure when he had time to actually do his job, a job for which he makes more money than any federal employee. He's been exposed. He's a fraud. He's a flip-flopper. But the president of the United States was asked, If he would fire him, a guy we know has lied about the origin, about the virus, who knew it wasn't from a bat. He knew it all along, and he indulged that theory because his goal all along was to hurt Trump. It worked. I mean, he's on picked sides. He was on Team Biden. They won. He won. It worked. But a man who lied about the the origins of the virus, lied about the, the lab leak, knew It was most likely a lab leak. No, it didn't jump from a bat. He just played along with that to help Biden hurt Trump. And I guess I should understand this, but with all that, with all that corruption right in front of you in these these emails, and by the way, more to come, Joe Biden's asked about would he fire him. Joe Biden's leaving the room, the interview room, pokes his head back in. Another really bizarre Biden moment. I mean, just awkward and uncomfortable to say, no, he would never fire Fauci. So I guess they'll never he'll never be fired. I don't even think it should be that uh, tough a decision. Biden should just say, you "No, know, Tony, buddy, you know, I appreciate everything you did for me. I wouldn't be here without you, but you're 80. You are looking at a $300,000 a year pension. Time to go home. You don't have we're not going to fire you in in, in disgrace, but it's time to just say I've had enough. Enough stress. Enough work. You know, it's time to spend time with my grandchildren, or time to do some some gardening, or play golf, or whatever. It's time to get out of the spotlight. You know, you, if you want to call, uh, you know, the Chuck Todd, Joe Stephanops, you can do that on your own time. We need someone in here who's gonna really uh, do the
1: job and not be so swept up in his own celebrity. But anyway. You would have hated whoever did the job. Doesn't matter who did it, who it was, what side of the aisle you would have despised whoever it was this year. I, I I don't know what that means. I mean, do you think if someone was honest and
0: said it was leaked from a lab, leaked from a lab, we know the communist China's, Chinese Chinese coming? I think whoever lab, whoever it was, it up, yeah, that would be true. It's uh, yes. amazing. It's the biggest story, and I'll say it again: in all our lifetimes, one of the biggest stories in the history of mankind. You know, one of the biggest stories ever. Period. And he's lying. A number of people are lying about the origin to protect the Chinese Communist Party. But I, I'll say this to him. Uh, Fauci clearly in the emails we see, he's got a great relationship with the Chinese Communist Party. He's financing the research from which this virus leaked the the, the lab. He's financing it. We're taking your money out of your paycheck, Dave Cullinane. A little bit of money every two weeks. And it's going to the Wuhan lab where they're working on this gain of function uh, research. And it leaked from there. And when you hear doctors like people in the know, they knew it was much, much more likely to become to come from the lab where they're actually doing this kind of research than to jump from a bat a thousand miles away. That was made up and for a number of reasons, mainly to protect the Chinese, but also once Trump, you know, made it clear that he was. He believed that leak from a lab. That meant everybody who was uh, devoted to stopping Trump had to go with the bat theory, including Fauci, a guy everybody was listening to. The guy was like an oracle last year at this time. If he said it was a bat, hell, I believed it. You believed it. We all believed it. That was not true. That's a fireable offense, period, by any definition. But I guess the reason he did, he was so deceitful was to benefit biden so i guess we can't expect biden to punish him for that he should be rewarding him and and i guess he is i mean hell he's making appearances with jill biden yesterday It's just madness. And you're, I think
1: your new producer better not let the audience forget that you're a day one Fauci guy.
0: You can try to hate on him all you want. want I'm
1: more than anybody in the early days.
0: Even worse. Remember, I we did a show with Turtle Boy and I was yes. talking about Fauci. He goes, I don't know who you're talking about. Who you, is were Fauci? Offended. you were offended I, by that. Yeah. I said, Who is Fauci? He's everywhere. That's like asking, Who is Ryan Seacrest? You know, <laughs> he's just turn on your TV. There he is. Um, but Worse yet, and can you just keep this under your hat? I really don't want to admit to this. There was a couple of days last March where I – should I admit this or just yeah, go I delete – I, should I delete my old tweets and delete the old shows? I think the big yeah, we'll guy. Yeah, go on. I said some kind words. I had some kind words for Andrew Cuomo. Oh, wow. On this podcast? Yes. I uh-huh. Well, not a lot. I just mentioned in passing that he was impressive – and you know what? It's the same reason Cuomo and Fauci gave good press conference early on last a year ago, March, March of 2020. They and it ended pretty quickly for for uh, Cuomo, and we know why. Because I mean, we had Janice Dean on the show when last I don't know what it was, June or May. It was pretty early on, and when you learned the truth about Cuomo, you have to be one you know, blind hack politically to stand by Cuomo, to not think Cuomo is just pure evil. He's just scum, absolute scum now. But I remember saying that, watching a press conference and saying, man, he's good at this. And Fauci was the same way. He just gave you a sense of, I don't know, uh, surety of confidence when you listen to him talk and take questions. I mean, little did I know he was lying his ass off and he was trying to, you know, uh, help uh, Joe Biden defeat Donald Trump. Who I mean, Trump made a lot of mistakes with personnel. I mean, see, uh, you name it—Michael Cohen, uh, Omarosa, <laughs> You know, he's uh, he's made some mistakes, but he should have fired Fauci. You know, a year ago, Fauci should have been out, and we know that now. But it is funny. Most people thought Fauci was pretty good early on. We didn't know he was lying. <laughs> we didn't know he's flip-flopping. We didn't know that he knew. Masks didn't work when he was telling children to double mask it at summer camp. You know, I'm like, let's be honest. There's, there's a long list. A lot of it's on record, a long list of him saying one thing and believing another in private. That's uh, that, that was the guy who we were taking our cues, our orders from. That's the guy who was telling us what to do, who was literally the reason states were locked down and schools were closed. And he knew Early on, it was not necessary. The kids were not uh, generally uh, um, at any risk at all. And yet he's putting your children, setting them back, keeping them out of school, locked away at home. And he knew that wasn't necessary. He did it anyway. It's incredible. But Biden's made it clear he's going nowhere. He's going to continue to, to, to be an important voice. And now you just hear him and you wonder, you know, is this one of his whoppers or is he telling the truth today? And you won't see him on Fox news. He used to go on. He was on with Tucker. He was on with Laura Ingram. There'll be none of that. He's picked a team. He will be on with, and he always uses all their first names. You know, even obscure CNN guys like John Berman and Alison Camerata. So oh, let me tell you, Alison, oh, let me tell you, John. And you're going, how does he know? How does he keep all these people straight? He's 80. Where are those
1: emails, by the way? We need to get some of those emails, like some, CNN Acres and and everything. Was, you that, that,
0: uh, was it Kira Phillips, I believe, from yeah, that, the ABC it, investigative report. And she wrote him an email just to tell him how great he is. You know, you're so great. You just assure us all. We really appreciate it. And it's like you're a reporter. Get off your knees. It, it's like it's like Brian Steltler. You got to get this. Um, get this sound um, from yesterday. Brian Steltler asking, Jen Psaki, the 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 spokesperson for for biden you know the the what does one person call it the ginger Goebbels? i don't like you i don't like nazi references not my reference not my nickname but someone calls her the ginger Goebbels on the on twitter anyway uh he asks her what have we gotten wrong what is the where is the uh, media wrong about the biden administration tell us tell us how we can do better by buying your bs tell us you know, please, you know, thank you, man. May I have another? It's embarrassing. It's one of I'm um, Glenn Greenwald just tweeted this out. I think i just retweeted this. the most embarrassing performance or something in uh, in the history of the media with the with a White House with a uh, um, he, <laughs> he writes he writes, I'm not using hyperbole when I say that the interview Steltler did with Gensaki. Should be studied in journalism school. It's one of the most sycophantic interviews of a state official you will ever see. This is how state TV functions, says Glenn Greenwald. But I don't think a guy like Steltler cares. He's so enamored of of Sacky and everyone in the new administration. And he so hated Trump. He doesn't care how bad it makes him look. He is there to serve his masters. And his masters are the... The or in the Biden administration. <laughs> busy summer ahead: infrastructure, election reform. What does the press get wrong when covering Biden's agenda? When you watch the news, when you read the news, what do you think we get wrong? How can we do better? Yes, yes, and again, and lots of media are s- slobbering all over uh, all over the new administration. Hell, uh, Annie Liebowitz from Vanity Fair was in there to take glamour shots of uh, of Jansaki. You know, they never did it for Kaylee McEnany, but they're in there to take these photos uh, of, you know, these, these Vanity Fair photos of Jen Psaki. And there's been many, already many profiles of the glamorous Jill Biden. Never had one of the supermodel who was in her in her position for four years. <laughs> she didn't warrant, I don't even think, a single magazine cover. But now... Jill Biden is everywhere. But anyway, why did you get me off on that? Why did you bring that up? Why you know what? I don't you know.
1: I'd say mine, I mean, if is your number one enemy, my number one enemy now is just the stores that I go to needs to clearly outline whether they want me to wear a mask or not. I need oh. that to happen. I don't need the confusion in my life. All right. The grocery store, fifty percent of people are wearing them, fifty aren't. There's a little sign on the door. I'm not seeking that shit out. All right. Just tell me I got, have I, a flag out in the front or something, a certain I color. got a good I got a good store story i went last night to a grocery store
0: at quarter of nine at night and i walk in and i the sign said uh we we uh, request unvaccinated customers wear masks which meant nobody was wearing masks it was a treat i had money in my pocket and i was literally reaching for it when i went in the door and i said oh cool i get to go to this grocery store big grocery store without my mask but here's what happened it has nothing to do with the virus i don't, i know i don't have a lot of time i usually just use the hand a basket thing, the hand, I don't get the big cart when yes. you know, my wife does the bulk shopping, but I had to do some shopping and I had to get some, you know, heavy things like, like milk and, uh, you know, like bottles of water and stuff. So I said, I better get a push cart. I go and I know I don't have a lot of time. I grab a couple of things. I throw it in the, the, just some cheese and some bread and I'm throwing it in the basket. I go up the aisle. I leave the cart at the end, the top, the beginning of the aisle. I go down one aisle, back the other, my cart's gone with stuff in it. i go, what the hell? The store's probably trying to close. I go over, there's a manager standing right there. I said, someone just took my cart when this, this groceries in it. He goes, I go, did you work? And he goes, no, nope, we wouldn't do that. I go, no, you guys didn't do it. No. Nope. So a customer did. He goes, yep. <laughs> I go, he goes, if you you know, you look around. And I'm, so I'm walking around the store. I grab a hand thing and I'm walking around the store looking in. There's not many customers there, but I'm looking in to see if they stole my cart with my stuff in it. And I never
1: caught the person I had. To well, only, only psychopaths go to the grocery store at nine 30 at night. So it's quarter
0: stop. nine. And I liked the idea because there's not that many people. There's no cars in the parking lot, but it was weird because they start announcing we're closing in 10 minutes. And I had to start over. I had to like go back on my little list and see what stuff the guy stole from me, which brought me as I'm checking out the guy at the checkout, he saw it all happen. he said, oh, you ever find your stuff? I go, no, I go, but it reminds me of a um, Seinfeld bit. Where he where he talks about going in the grocery store and like taking stuff out of other people's carts, and they say, "What are you doing?" He says, "You didn't buy it. It's it's still blunks at the store." I, I you know you can't you don't own this yet. And the kid just looks at me. He doesn't like. He doesn't even know who Seinfeld is. He's looking at me, going, "What? What are you talking about?" I go, "It's just a joke." They get Seinfeld does not whatever, but they never found. I never found my stuff or my cart. So I and you know, I ran like literally had ten minutes. Ran around the store. Got most of what I had on my list but not everything and walk out the the, literally the manager held the door for me as I'm leaving he's like sorry I don't don't know what to tell you (laughs) we never got the guy (laughs) but exactly why would you want to do that maybe the guy just needed a cart and said there wasn't much in this cart and he'll just throw it back on the shelves but anyway I didn't it was fun because I was maskless yes we were at a grocery store and I was maskless but all right, let's get to a couple of other things we have here, um, Cullinane. We're going to get to the Matt Walsh AOC story, which is just the greatest troll job ever. But first, I want to talk about the the, the police. I want to defend, defend, not defund, defend the police. Back to blue. Blue Lives Matter. Hashtag all that. Because it was a rough weekend in New England. Uh, if you were uh, following the news, just a couple of incredible uh incredibly tragic stories in Braintree, Massachusetts. And if you want to read about this, you can go to TB Daily News because no one covers these stories better than Turtle Boy. Not even close. You want details. You want stuff that you won't read. You certainly won't read in the Boston Globe. Uh, Go to TB Daily News, the best reporter around in Braintree. Two cops were shot and wounded and a police dog, canine uh, dog was, uh, was shot and killed by this scumbag fugitive. died the cops killed him which is great turtle boy has the details of this uh, uh, this quality individual who's no longer with us and what a service these cops did but that was sad dog died after 12 years kit kit was the dog dog's name but in Worcester much more tragic story when a 14 year old and a, a 14 year old drowned in this pond drowned in this pond and a cop Named Manny Familia, Officer Familia, died trying to save the child. And it's incredibly tragic when you think about it. These kids, there was a group of 14-year-olds at 1.30 in the afternoon on a school day trying to swim across a pond on a golf course. And as Turtle Boy points out, it was not a place for swimming. It's kind of a dirty, mucky pond and you and i were talking about this earlier Colin and we don't really have all the details but i can't imagine a scenario where this cop officer familia a 39 38 39 year old father i can't imagine a scenario where there would be a where a person would act with more courage and that's saying a lot on the anniversary of d day because those are the most courageous people in the history of the world who hit the beaches first these 18 year old kids who hit the beaches first that uh, 77 years ago june 6th but this cop i'm not sure he thought like i can swim you know maybe he had his doubts he's in uniform i assume he gets there he sees a kid flailing for his life and he jumps right in that takes incredible balls and unfortunately he paid a price paid, he lost his life and the kid lost his life and it's so freaking sad but uh it just makes uh, a couple things it makes you sick to think of the the people just right who who made it fashionable to hate cops and i put at the top of that list uh my congresswoman ayanna presley and one of my senators liz warren and i went and checked and of course neither of them tweeted anything about officer familia you know if officer familia had shot the 14 year old uh, because the 14 year old had a gun or whatever they would be the first people front of the line Saying defund the cops, you know, take away qualified immunity, or whatever, uh, just any way they could. I mean, Liz Warren flat out said cops are racist, and to Topper, Ayanna Presley said cops are murderers. And I'll say it again. I'm going to say it every every chance I get for the rest of my freaking life if I have to. But uh, about a month ago, uh, it was two weeks after the George George Floyd verdict, and. Ayanna Presley said flat out that the cops have murdered 70 people since the verdict. In the two weeks following the verdict, she said police in this country have murdered 70 people. She's a liar and she hates cops. She always defends criminals, always blames cops. And she had nothing to say about this courageous cop who tried to save the life of um, and you know what? She's probably checking to see what, what race is the kid. You know, that's all that matters to uh, Ayanna Presley. If you follow her on Twitter, every single thing is about race. That's all that matters to her. She doesn't care that a cop does because she hates cops. She just, no, that's just the truth. You blame people. You make up a lie. Say people, once one group of people murdered 70 innocent people. I'm sorry. You can come to no other conclusion that she Hates cops. I mean, Liz Warren's not a big fan either when she says they're all racist. The whole system is racist. Uh, but neither and and check this out, Cullen. Ayanna Presley has a million followers, didn't say a word about Officer Familia. Liz Warren has 6.7 million followers. They didn't hear about Officer Familia and Ed Markey, and you know I'm no fan of Ed Markey. Most of his tweets are about you know Green New Deal crap and Destroying the economy to save the environment, all that nonsense. I mean, he is a disgrace, but at least he did this. And we just put it up on the screen. He sent condolences out for the death of uh, Manny Familia, um, mourn the loss of Manny Familia. His family is in our hearts. I mean, it's, it's almost obligatory you're supposed to do this, (laughs) but not if you're Liz Warren, not if you're Ariana Presley, you don't care because he wore a badge. He wore blue and those people don't matter. And it's just sick. It's sick that we've turned the public, not the entire public, but a large amount of people against people like the, the two cops in who were injured or the officer in Worcester, Manny Familia who lost his life. And I, you know, it's sad. It's, it's, it's tragic But I love the way his, you know, brothers in blue react in these situations. They took the casket. um, Was it yesterday? Transported it. Huge procession of motorcycle cops. But even better was yesterday, uh, Sunday. His son, who I believe is 13 years old, um, his son went uh, played a little league game. Decided he wanted to play, and he plays shortstop. And he shows up to play and a whole bunch, I don't know the number, but I don't know, 100 uh, Worcester cops showed up to cheer him on to watch him. And it just, you can't see those pictures and see that video without getting it.
1: That was remarkable. That was remarkable. He also, uh, didn't he throw out the first pitch at the Woo Sox? It's the Woo Sox. Oh, right. right. Oh, he, he threw out the first pitch there, a 13-year-old kid doing that days after this it's that's uh remarkable it, i know i give him credit i couldn't do it i you know you well know, i lost my father when i was
0: you know, 50 something and i was a mess this kid i mean i guess takes after dad has got some real guts and good for the good for the worcester socks my old friend larry Lucino probably made that call but when the cops all show up on an, on a hot weekend they take their time to go watch the Little League game just to support I get—I mean—I—I I get choked up just looking at it. Looking at these long processions. Looking at the fire trucks that put the big—uh—yeah, put the ladders and make like a like a gate for the hearse, the uh, hearse to go through, and all the all the cops that are escorting it. Great, uh, you know these these guys know how to take care of each other. It must be sickening to be one of them and know you don't have the support. Of your representatives in Congress or in the Senate, and you have people out there screaming to defund the cops, to take away, you know, get rid of people like Manny Familiar. That's what they want. That's what Ayanna Pressley wants. They want him fired. They want him, you know, uh, to go find, you know, go learn to code or, you know, go go, you know, stay home and collect, you know, uh, unemployment. And uh, he he couldn't save the kid, but damn it, he tried. And I can't think of a better example of just incredible courage and uh, it's it's sad and hopefully uh, people will remember this guy manny familia uh, but um on a lighter note i want to get to i want to get to this um, matt walsh aoc story because it had me laughing and it was it was the most brilliant stunt I guess I'd call it a stunt. He called, you know, it was a stunt. It was an act of act of philanthropy. It was an act of charity, but it was also a stunt. And I got to set it up because uh, it's a little, I, know, I guess it's simple enough, but we all know AOC. And AOC was tweeting about her abuela. Abuela's her grandmother in Puerto Rico. And you can get, get that tweet, Colin, because the picture tells the story here the picture she shows her grandmother's rundown apartment or house, her home with the ceiling uh, crumbling and leaking and just uh, her grandmother's house in disrepair. And what is AOC the granddaughter who makes 180,000 a year who has uh, whatever it is 12 million followers who could give a speech tomorrow and buy her you know with the money and buy her grandmother a new house who bought a new Tesla? <laughs> Recently, and I don't know what she spent on it, but it wasn't cheap, I'm sure. Who as who could write a book tomorrow probably make ten million dollars? You know, she's set for life. She's a former bartender, as we know, just a few years ago. But she's set for life, and she blames the fact that her mother's house is in disrepair. Her grandmother, there it is with this, the the ceiling coming down. Not a lot of furniture there for uh, her abuela, but uh, she could remedy this. Problem fix this problem like that. If she wanted to, just write a check or, you know, make a few calls. You know, break out your credit card and take care of your grandmother. Instead, she blames Donald Trump. <laughs> that's what AOC does because that's what she does about everything. That's what her people like her do for everything. Blame Trump. So Matt Walsh, who's a podcaster and he's he's great. Uh, he's a blogger and a podcaster comes up with the idea of uh, first of all, he criticizes her and calls her a hypocrite and uh, blames her for not helping her own grandmother. certainly seems obvious. And then he starts a, a campaign, a GoFundMe campaign to raise money, to fix grandma AOC's place to fix her roof and fix her house up. And immediately, boom, the donations start coming in and, they raised i think a hundred grand in a few hours and were ready to give it to um aoc's grandmother fix the house maybe buy a new house who knows and aoc or her family refuses to accept the money uh literally gofundme returns the donations and mick kicked myself because i didn't donate but i wish i did because you get the money back you know but and and some people on both sides of the aisle will criticize Walsh because it was a stunt, but it was a great stunt. It was a beautiful stunt and it made uh, AOC it just put it just shined the light on the hypocrisy of and, and the priorities of a person like AOC. She used her grandmother, she used her family member uh, who's obviously down on her luck who needs help. She used that to bash Trump and I assume to beg for more or to make the case for more. Taxpayer money to go to to help a grandmother, and then when a conservative steps up, a critic of us so he says, "Why don't we do this? Let's you know throw out the call, raise some money, help your grandmother," and he does it beautifully, masterfully. If you read the tweets, they're all snarky and sarcastic, but the money was real, and it was a lot of conservatives. In fact, I think it was all conservatives, like prominent ones, Ben Shapiro, who's a another Daily Wire guy, and a whole bunch like him kicked in. And did something nice. And AOC said, No, only the government can help my grandmother. Not me, not you, only the taxpayers. That's their job. And they turned down the money. And I don't think AOC has tweeted about it since. Has she, Cullinane? I know you're...
1: I have, I have not seen her. I was following the story this weekend, but it, 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 it is funny. funny. I mean, he he went into the whole, like... Oh, hold on. Let me put myself... But he went into the whole, like, this is the problem with society. We literally have a problem that we can solve right now in the moment, right? And instead, we're going out and asking the government. We collectively, as human beings, can solve this issue. But no, we're just going to... And let alone, it's our friggin' family, of all things. But... I, wanna,
0: I mean... People were asking why can she, AOC, turn down the money when the fund was created to help her grandmother? But it was like a collective, the family said no, like who cares about AOC? Let's hear from Grandma. <laughs> Grandma's probably going. Please, th- you know, thank you, all you crazy right wingers, for f- <laughs> saving me, fixing my ceiling. But it is amazing.
1: Can you imagine, as a family, you saying no because of political optics for AOC when you can solve, you know, you can solve all your financial issues right there in one moment? But you don't want to. You don't want to disrespect her for PR purposes. No. She could do it with a little attitude. She could be
0: snarky right back and say, "Yeah, you know, you guys want to give my grandmother money? Thanks, you Absolutely. know. I still want to blame Trump. I still, I don't think the taxpayers aren't whatever doing enough for Puerto Rico. But let's go. And hell, her grandmother could be driving a new a new Tesla just like she is. But but no, but no. And all the conservatives, and she thinks she wins when they get their money back. You know, they all got their money back. And AOC thinks she, in the end, wins this little battle. I don't see it. I don't see how it works that well, way.
1: Well, Matt Walsh obviously wins because she's got to write the check now, clearly, right? Like that house, needs, she's going to do it, right? I, uh, well,
0: yeah, I guess unless this prompts some, you know, federal government, uh, you know, handout and they say, oh, there's a grant for this or there's money set aside for that, it, the, the repairs will be done or she'll get a new place. You're right, and someone else will pay it. Probably not AOC. I don't think AOC believes in paying for things herself. Uh you know, and she's just such a hypocrite. As someone pointed out this, it's like uh, AOC, where was it parked? The the Tesla was parked at a some big box store like a Walmart. And just think of the hypocrisy of this woman who rails against you know US corporations who kept the Amazon out of New York. And what do you bet she's on? You know, ordering stuff from Arizona, Amazon every night, parking her nice new Tesla
1: at a Walmart. I a think whole, uh, it was worse. She parked her Tesla at a Whole Foods. At like. a Whole
0: Foods, right, which is owned
1: by Amazon.
0: Good yeah. point. Good point. She parked her Tesla. Was it parked illegally too, or was it parked like sideways? She parked her new Tesla at a Whole Foods. This is a woman who's dedicated her life to you know, demonizing these big corporations, and Amazon's at the top of the list. And there she was. Maybe she doesn't even know that Amazon owns, uh, although it's pretty prominent in the stores. You kind of know that Amazon, that Jeff Bezos owns Amazon, but uh, owns Whole Foods. But Jeff, uh, you know what, AOC? Jeff Bezos appreciates your uh, patronage because he's buying a $500 million yacht, the biggest yacht in the world, a $500 million yacht with a tender boat that has a helicopter landing landing pad. The boat... That he uses to get in and out of, you know, harbors has a helicopter landing spot, uh, pad. So thank you to AOC for that. Thanks to Matt Walsh and all the other uh, conservatives who donated and made a fool out of AOC. All right. Uh, a couple things. We got to get the Kamala and her cookies and we got to get to LeBron, but let me do Shay here, Colony. I'm going to do Shay live. And uh, I'm going to tell you something you need to know. And this, you know what, this is important because I know a lot of people are out there looking for jobs or new jobs. I mean, some don't have jobs, some want better jobs. I'm going to tell you, there's not many companies that treat their people better than Shea Concrete and what they're doing now. They're having a job fair. You know what? They're such a good company. Things are good and they're, they're always hiring and they're going to hold a job fair and you get and go there and see if there's a place for you at Shea Concrete, the job fairs this Saturday, June 12th at their Amesbury facility, beautiful facility, easy to get to plenty of room. I think there's parking, although I don't know how many people are going to show up, but it's uh, 8 a.m. to noon. This is a 70 year old family business with over 30 available positions in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, June 12th, this Saturday, eight to noon, just show up, see if they got a position for you. They're always hiring and they treat their people right. Uh, I've sent, I've, I've recommended it to them. so many people say, you're looking for a job, check out Shea Concrete, stop in and visit see what they got something for you. And let me tell you, one of the things you'll be doing if you uh, are in the plant, you'll be making the uh, precast concrete steps. And as I've told you before, Shea has a huge selection of their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase. Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize your steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. You get to sit inside on a hot day and crank the AC and let them do the work. Let them go out there and sweat and upgrade your home. As soon as they're done, your home looks better and it's worth more. It's an investment. It's a smart move. Learn more about Shay's precast concrete steps at Shayconcrete.com or just go there. Go there Saturday, 8 to noon, and see if there's a job for you at Shea Concrete. What's better than courtside
1: seats? Free sports on Pluto TV. Hey, sports fans, get all your sports free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is your home for sports. Watch 24-7 channels of MLB, MLS, MMA, sports news and analysis, plus documentaries, TV shows, and movies, all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device.
0: I'd right, a couple other things before we wrap this up. I know what you want to do. You want to, you want the latest on the producer search. To I find do.
1: A, I do. I got you to You're hoping. Yeah.
0: You're hoping that I can't find anybody. I mean every, let's face it. Everybody wants their replacement to suck, right? It's That's kind true. of the way it works. It's not true. I'm a team I'm guy. Like, that all the
1: work, think, all the stuff think, about me that you were told that proved out to be not not accurate whatsoever. I'm a team guy. I'm a helpful guy.
0: Do you think Jay Leno was rooting for Conan? I mean, did you think, uh, do you think Donald
1: Trump's rooting for Joe Biden? <laughs> well, I appreciate, I appreciate you putting my name in such a steam, uh, steam category with those guys. I think the producer role is a little different. I will help anybody. I'm a team guy first. You know that by now. Um, yes, you're going to have to,
0: cause, uh, there's technical questions that I have to ask. Um, I'll just do it now. This I I, I think of.
1: Uh, Let well, me do their first order of business. That's you know because Jerry bounces from one location to another kind of unexpectedly at times. When he goes to the second location, he needs to have his camera on a tripod because you are so shaky, your camera is moving around because of the laptop. So we got to get that corrected first thing for the producer. Okay, that's not the
0: most important thing. I want to know if I'm going to get the show up. One thing you know I. I, I said this to everyone. I say Colin is an idiot, but he gets the show. He shows up every day. He's never late. He never asks out. He never calls in sick, not once. And the show is up. I mean, occasionally there's a little delay, but you get it done. Yeah, but that's because
1: of you. The delays you are
0: stunningly um, adept technically for a moron. That's yeah. all I'll say. I've met people you. like you. But you go to extremes. You can't even type a simple declarative sentence that didn't make any sense. And yet you could do some things technically that just amaze me. And I need to know if the next guy is going to be as as uh, qualified technically. I can handle the, you know, talk about their personalities and, you know, what they do and who they are. But yep. technically, I need to know if they can... Uh, do what you can do and get Which the show. Which is why out.
1: I have to be a team guy. You're legitimately a technical moron. Like you, There's no yeah, wait, way you can have that wait, conversation. Yeah, wait till you uh, wait till you sit and work with the next guy. You think I'm a moron. <laughs> oh, he's worse? He's worse? <laughs>
0: yes, he is. Uh, I, we're, uh, at best, he's equal. I mean, worst or whatever. But uh, you're talking to another guy with that side of the brain, not this side. You yeah, have.
1: but he has a built out studio. Like you're, that's what sucks is everything that goes wrong with you. I got to try to find a way to explain it to you like an idiot. And then there's like, like guys like turtle boy have been creating content for 10 years. For Christ's sake, I'm explaining to them how to turn their microphone on. Like what, <laughs> what the hell is going on?
0: Yeah. Well, Shattuck was, uh, you know, in an interesting possibility for uh, this gig, but he's got so many things going on, including, you know, like 12 kids and, you know, school and coaching, it's just got so much going on. We need someone who's focused on this this show, this hour, every day. And there's a couple people, and hopefully uh, they will talk to you. And I know you're not a big fan of one of them, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we can change your mind. Um, But go ahead. I know that's all you care about. Do you have any more questions? I told you already. It's down to a couple of guys. No. Uh right, good. Then I told you I'll
1: help anybody anybody who needs help. This is the, the remote stuff is training though. I I have a feeling you might go back to a studio setup soon. I don't know. I feel yeah, like you like that. That's yeah. the goal. I would like to be in a studio
0: and uh I'll be you know be able to do all the things you can do in a studio. Not that I understand half of them, but I know it sounds better, looks better and we'll do that. We'll get there eventually. Yep. Uh, but uh it's it's you know it, is, so when's it your,
1: is. Okay. I do have one question. When do you have to hire somebody by? Like, when's your stop date to, to get somebody in the mix? I don't then? know. You tell me when's your last day again? Tomorrow. Let's do tomorrow. Find them by tonight. Let's just, let's <laughs> okay. just get this over with for Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I would be scrambling, but
0: yeah. uh, I talked to uh, your, your future boss, and he's in no rush. You're not starting with him for uh, a while. Out, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I told you I'd figure it out. I think my last show here is the 18th. Is the 18th. And then you have like a week or two off? No, I we start the twenty eighth, so one week. But I got to go to New York to to oh, right, right. learn background stuff. So, You're You're yeah. why don't you just find the person? You know, they should you know say you they should want say, want say Colin, him. if you want the job, you have to crawl on your hands and knees to don't New York. Would it, you do it? Please, would you do it. Please, I'm a I'm a human being here. You you You're with this like stepping stone bullshit that's being spewed out there. Stop the madness, All right, I, you know I know you don't it. care. I was fired after 48 hours working for this guy <laughs> once, and two years later, I'm back, but I'm using it as a stepping stool, you fucking idiots. It's fucking ins- it's insane. He's, uh,
0: he's looking forward to it, and I, I said I'd give you four months, and he said, that much? That much? Four months? Yeah. yeah I right. said, no, you will last, and you'll do great because you understand the deal, and he's going to rip your face off occasionally, and you'll be able to handle it, unlike some people uh you guys will have your blowouts but you will understand that that's part of the job and you'll show well, up i think and- like
1: the audience cares now i get dms about it from just your fans saying who's going to be the next guy you knew from day one there were probably two people in the mix so just hire the dude let's I, you know what i've never done before these interviews i've done a few yeah
0: and sometimes you can tell right away that it's not a good fit and then you know it but you have to talk for, <laughs> you have to talk for at least you know 15 minutes anyway and i guess it's easier on the phone than in person, but. It is funny. You kind of know just uh, when you get a feel right away, but the same in the same vein, you get a feel right away if someone's good and and, and has real potential. So hopefully it'll be a good fit and hopefully they'll be able to, you know, maybe they'll do some things better than you. They'll be able to, you know, like literally send out a tweet that make that's English.
1: Let me break. Let me break some news for you. I know for a fact the person who takes over from me is going to do many things better than I do. And we break that and news right here, right, right
0: now. And they won't be doing the hits before the show, I don't think.
1: Oh, uh, what a shame. What a shame that somebody won't create uh, a content that it makes it people happy during a pandemic, makes Jared. makes
0: people happy. How come you're giving it up if it makes people happy?
1: Because it's just a different time. I got to be in earlier with Kurt. I'm no need to explain myself to you. All right, I have my reasons. No,
0: you right? ain't giving it up because uh, Barstool said give it up. And they
1: did not. Back. You think Barstool? Said,
0: you think Barstool I, knows about the hits? Your new, your new boss knows about the hits. He and, didn't say
1: shit about it. They didn't yeah, he, say shit about it. And he knows. He knows it's
0: distraction.
1: It's a oh, meaningless stop. The madness. Worthless. You guys, distraction. You guys are dummies. You guys so are. Why don't you keep doing it then? Why are you giving it up? It, when you accept a new job and it's in a full-time capacity, your right. brain, yes, should probably be more focused on that. It's See, that's unfair to a new employer. So stop the nonsense that anybody told me to that's, do anything. Okay,
0: that's smart, and it's that makes all the sense in the world, which is why I don't believe you because you're not smart and you don't make sense. You do dumb stuff. There's no way you're giving that up just because... You, uh, this show, this new show, this new job requires your focus
1: 100%. Imagine, imagine if they told me I couldn't, if there was a f- prerequisite for the job and I said no and I kept the hits for the 50 people that I play music for. And that would be, that would be, an, that would be, you, I, I would go you, down. On the yeah. if I did
0: that. I'm guessing your friends, family are very impressed. You've, you've moved up in the world now. You're part of the Barstool family, part of that. That kooky, crazy barstool oh, crowd. It's my our producer. At, Let's you should you should I'm I'm complimenting you. I'm telling you, you should be proud and I'm sure all your friends are impressed. And uh you'll be tweeting at, you know, all the spit and chicklets guys in a matter of days. And you could just feel the the, the euphoria uh, just oozing out of your pores. But that's good. We all have goals in life and you've reached yours and hopefully, you know, you hang in there four months. What what do you give it? six
1: um i give it no it'll be a good run i'll i'll outlast kirk what did kirk say he's gonna work for three more years i'll outlast kirk i'll be there till the end i'll absolutely sure. be there till the end yes what
0: if they tell you have to move to new
1: york all right i guess if it depends when that happens if that happens that's not happening hey they might move back to to boston right new york is such a, new york is such a shithole i'm not going to it is boston. now that's for right. sure yes it is
0: Ugh. <laughs> God. Well, maybe they'll move. Doesn't Portnoy always threaten to move the headquarters back to Boston? Now he's threatening to move him to... Yeah, he's in Miami. Miami.
1: Yeah, he's in Miami,
0: right? Yes. Well, yeah. But he also said in one of those interviews that he's done a lot of interviews lately. He said that uh, it wouldn't work in Miami. He, he think you know, his guys would just get in trouble and he had no intention of moving. Although he's renting a house for like, you know, 200000 for a month or something. Yep. He's, uh, he's not moving the whole operation down there i think you know you got to be in new york don't you i mean it makes
1: the most i mean sense. From the, it made sense from when they were acquired or not acquired when uh what's a churning company bought them or whatever invested in them however the media and the the media and ad agencies are all in new york guests are right. going to new york for talk shows Makes right. all sense so they'll, they'll obviously yeah. always keep that
0: there but, <laughs> i think he'll stay there he just travels around a private jet anyway but uh speaking around speaking of tribe uh, a couple things before we're done here speaking of flying around in a private jet kamala harris <clears throat> who by the way i think it's 75 days since she was named the czar of the southern border still hasn't gone there still hasn't done a press conference about the immigration disaster at the southern border orchestrated planned disaster um she was there was some media on air force two with her she was she's such a nice woman Thoughtful. She went to the back of the plane where the media was and, and handed out cookies. Did you see these cookies? Her face. There's a picture of her face on the cookie. I mean, we knew this woman was a narcissist on Memorial Day, which she said she sent out a picture of herself, not of, you know, the, the American uh, cemetery at Normandy, not of some American hero died in combat, you know, not of even a you know service member who lost his legs or given so much to this country a picture of herself who's given nothing done nothing sacrificed nothing picture of herself on memorial day it doesn't even mention the military just says have a great weekend everybody got mocked for it mercilessly but she's so tone deaf she gave out cookies with her face on them what do you what do you do with that (laughs) do you eat it do you save it is it a souvenir
1: do you just give it to somebody else I always assume that cookies with stuff like that on it just taste like shit. Right. They're not, you
0: okay. know what I mean? Like they're just. Yeah, we just had them for my son's graduation where they had a picture of like a one of some of them have a gown, I mean a cap, graduation cap, and others said, Congratulations. You're right. You look at them, you go, Those don't taste that. She's,
1: probably, need, she's probably not even thinking about peanut allergies, too. You know, sure. all these things that you got to be thinking about in those moments. She's just, yeah, yeah. just the height of arrogance. Yes.
0: And uh, uh, see, why don't you find a picture for our vast, uh, uh youtube audience to show them this cookie because it's comical it's a it's kind of a bad cartoon version of kamala and uh i'll, I'll bet you the media i've uh, I, I, been great if we had video if someone got the phone out and did, took video because i bet the media was swooning oh thank you mrs vice president so nice of you but uh, uh, mike pence never gave us cookies you are so nice to us is there anything we could do better Brian our 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 guy, Brian Steltler, our colleague, asked this of Gensaki, but we want to hear from you. What can we do better? Have you been criticized too much? Can we be nicer? Can we be more supportive of you, Mrs. Vice President? Oh, these cookies are so delicious. That's what they did. They ate the cookies. they wanted to spit them out. They were so bad, but they told her how wonderful they were. All right, lastly, lastly, cullenne, we do have to celebrate because. Uh, LeBron James as we all know is a big social justice warrior he is there you know he's there to defend you know marginalized people defend uh, you know people who've been just, uh, victims of uh, racism discrimination uh, genocide in China not so much we don't talk about that you know we, we know if you if you criticize China that according to LeBron means you're uneducated speaking of uneducated he targeted ducks, the cop. Who saved the life of the the girl in pink in uh, Columbus, Ohio? Didn't pay any price for that, but whatever. He's another guy who hates cops. LeBron lost first first time ever in the first round, and announced immediately that he and his teammates were boycotting the rest of the playoffs. You know, in the name of social justice, they will not be playing anymore. It was good to see he quit on his team. He walked off the court, went to the locker room with six minutes left in the second to last games, second to last loss, and went quietly. And it was great to see. I, I can't, not enough bad things can happen to LeBron for me. And that was enjoyable to see the way he went out. And we always hear comparisons to other all time greats. Let me tell you, Michael Jordan. Not only would he have not lost that series, he wouldn't have quit on his team and walked off the court. Larry Bird wouldn't have quit on his team and walked off the court. Magic Johnson? No, no. Only LeBron is that selfish, and that weak to walk off and uh, give up the way he did. It was pretty. No, I think I'm gonna play for the Tune Squad this summer instead of the Olympics. Um, I think that's what I'm. That's my focus on. On trying to beat the Mom stars, you know, or the Goon Squad, we call them now.
1: Can you imagine getting booted from the playoffs and What's you actually about? care about your team? He's talking about promoting Space Jam instead of playing in the Olympics. Oh, and the Goon Squad! I get it. Just, just <laughs> get booted from the playoffs, and he's talking about
0: promoting the movie. Uh, just, well, okay. I can't imagine. No, any of the above. The aforementioned stars doing that. Michael Jordan was the original uh, Space Jam, and I don't think he said when, he, when you know lost. Which he didn't often do. I don't think he said, you know, whatever he lost to the Celtics in his second year after scoring 63. And in, in overtime, I don't think he said, I'm going to go make a cartoon movie now. No big deal. What a fraud. And I, mean, I can't, I, I hope he's, I hope he's done when it comes to winning titles. But uh, speaking of sounding pathetic, I don't know if you heard this last night. I didn't mention this before. A-Rod on the game last night. So, uh, Red Sox, Yankees, Red Sox won in the, whatever was 10th. A-Rod sounded sad every time he'd do some analysis. I had to listen closely to make sure it was him, but he sounded sad and I don't blame him because his soulmate has moved on. J-Lo is now back to her old boyfriend, Ben Affleck, and they're making, according to, uh, I think it was TMZ or maybe the New York Post, they've been spending a lot of time together at his place in LA and now they're going to spend the summer together. They're going to, they're going to shack up, And A Rod sounds forlorn. He sounds. That
1: makes me so happy. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that. That is one of the guys, he irritates me from so many levels. I mean, the steroid stuff and all that, that's enough to just hate a person, but everything else, he has just manipulated every media company in the world. He is purposely probably coming off sad so that the public can feel bad for him because that's all he thinks about Right. how his reputation is and can he then parlay that into the next opp- opportunity and real estate deal. The guy is the worst. He sucks. I wish nothing, <laughs> I, nothing I, but the worst for A-Rod. I, I, I
0: do not disagree. I mean, I, I do not. I, I used to like him, but then more you learn i mean i always say you want to stump a rod ask him his daughter's birthdays you know ask him you know what grade they're in or you know, <laughs> he, yeah, he,
1: there, was you moment, know. there was one moment there was i gotta remember it and i could go back to a clip there was one moment with a rod and it actually was Kurt Schilling told an a rod story that made it was like, that wasn't it like the first episode we did together at the legacy club. We, we did an interview with Kurt Schilling and he told an a rod story. I wish I could remember it in the moment, but he made me feel oh, yes, yes, speck yes. of respect for a rod because of this story. It happened in a parking lot. Oh, right. nobody's around one speck, And then like, you know, the next day, a rod does something stupid
0: anyway. Yes. So. He's he's just such a, you know, egomaniac, And, um, it's good to see. Although, if you're Ben Affleck, if she's been with A-Rod all these time. I mean, he's, uh, I don't know. But, and good luck to, to ba- what is it called? Benif- Benifer?
1: Benifer, yeah. Good, yeah. Benifer, good luck yeah. to Benifer. Those cute cool kids. 18 years later, that's real romance right there. You don't go back for no reason. I yeah, know what, that, sure. that
0: Ben's been dreaming about. This. There's something J-Lo does that none of his other girlfriends or wives do. Something, yep. I don't know what it is, but there's something. And he has been looking forward to this. Evening. He look. He looks happy. You no, know? yeah.
1: i've never been yeah. i've never been with j-lo but she does it for me too whatever that is she does it for me so yeah i, I can totally understand where he's coming from here
0: yes they, they, the media catches him out for a cigarette like he's he goes goes out and he's always got a coffee and a cigarette he looks he looks like stressed out Ben, he looks like he's you know, i don't know looks like he needs a drink but i think he's sober i don't know but and then they see him together and he looks happy Ben looks happy, around. So I think those two kids belong together. Hopefully they uh, stay together this time, and hopefully it drives A Rod nuts. But anyway, we got to we got to leave it there. Thank you to uh, to Shake Concrete and DCU, and thanks to Allied Paving and everybody for watching and listening. By the way, we called for some um, uh, reviews. We got a bunch of reviews. I think Ah, it's still close. We got to get to four thousand. We have like we're like need like fifty more. I want to get to four thousand reviews before Cully moves on to Cully Heaven in t- what was the date again? The eighteenth.
1: Eighteenth will be the yeah. I well, mean, I'm still uh, figure, like I said, I'll, I'll eleven have- days. Eleven days.
0: We should be able to do it. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah. If you get a chance, go to uh, Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and write a review. Just sure. Oh, make sure to people you know review uh, that review your performance on there, which is fine. They want to do that. Yep. Um. Uh. You know, they can. They can tell us what they don't like, but uh, give us a review. I want to get the four grand before we say goodbye to Kelly.
1: Yeah. And I might as well do keep doing this disclaimer because it, it, I get literally 25 DMS a day and, t- and tweets or whatever. If the show doesn't appear in your feed, no matter whatever the platform is unsubscribe and resubscribe. And if you're a listener of this show consistently, you listen every day unsubscribe and resubscribe anyway because it tricks the algorithm and it's a good thing for the shelf so yeah, like
0: listen right see now. that hopefully hopefully my next producer understands all that because uh that sounds uh and, and you know what unsubscribe resubscribe and tell your friends to subscribe okay yep. that's what we need that's what we need and we appreciate it anything else Cullenane?
1: that is all that is all i'm uh, i'm still on the pga side with john rom just to let you know because rules are rules and they're meant to be followed and that's that's all i say <laughs> and today there's like
0: 900 professional golfers getting vaccinated because the fact i think if he'd gotten vaccinated like back at least a couple weeks ago when somebody was probably asking him pressure him pressure to do it he'd, yep. have, he'd have 1.7 million more dollars john rom should do psa's if you were if you're a Whatever Biden, Fauci, whoever, trying to get people to get vaccinated, Gavin Newsom giving people um, putting them in a lottery, or or what is what is De Blasio giving French fries? Yep, you get French fries. Some places you get a beer, you know. Some places you get a cheeseburger, you know. Because there's nothing that uh, uh, nothing wrong with eating, getting fat uh, in the middle of a pandemic that kills fat people. But anyway, there's lots of perks out there for people getting vaccinated. John Rom, if he were to do a PSA today, saying if I'd gotten vaccinated a couple of weeks ago, I'd have 1.7 more million. I'd have a trophy from the memorial. I'd have another win. That would be very effective. Plus, he's he's Spanish. They're always trying to meet, you know, reach out to Hispanics and you know, you know minorities and people of color. I think John Rom, if they got him to do it, if he'd agree to do it, would be a very effective spokesman. Hell of a lot more effective than Biden or Kamala or people who said they were are going to do the get the vaccine if Trump were president. Those people suddenly after Trump lost said, Hey, everyone's got to get vaccinated. Uh, those people don't have a lot of credibility. John Rom would, uh, but I'm sure he'd uh, probably. Oh,
1: you it. know what? I know what I blanked. And that's why I brought up Rom. I wanted, did you see any of this? Uh, uh Logan Paul Mayweather fight? No, but
0: I read about it. it this is like it was the
1: future dreadful. of boxing. It's actually not a bad thing if they're going to take it as – I mean, I don't know if Mayweather went easy on them a little oh, bit. A, look. a draw? Just a draw. Nobody well, it was an ex- that's what I missed out on. It was an exhibition, so I knew it wasn't going to count on their records, but they didn't score it, which is insane. Like the individual – like ESPN individually scored themselves and declared and, Mayweather
0: to win. And celebrities all went there, right? There's a bunch of celebrities I saw that usually and I'm thinking, I wouldn't watch it if it were on like ESPN. I'd want, I mean, might flip by it, but. Yes,
1: you would. You would, you would travel to.
0: somewhere for this fight. It you would cool. watch it. There was enough First good. First of all, Mayweather fights usually suck. Now he's fighting a celebrity and they're just going to, you know, play whatever, you know, slap tickle fight. It's just, no, no it no, okay. had no
1: appeal to me. Whatever. It's entertainment. There's you no know one. It, it's and a night. Yeah.
0: Colin, I'm going to give you credit because I'm in on, on playoff hockey. I'm in on this Bruins Island series. I'm going to watch tonight. Good. the other night the other night was so intense it's i mean i don't i'm not really focused on the first period maybe not even the second but i'm focused in on the third period one goal game tie game nothing better nothing better i don't even like root i don't even care wins i just find it riveting it's the opposite of jake paul floyd mayweather you know there's no intensity there you know it's not even real why would you care about that yeah. is that where portnoy was and he was taunting?
1: Yeah, It's like a hybrid. I guess it, it's perfect for me, right? It's a hybrid between like being a star fucker like me re- and right, reality Entertainment, TV. reality TV like WWE. You know, it was. There's some good shit talk with these, but at least Logan Paul went in there and went out there and threw some haymakers. Like he lasted eight rounds and he was right. he was throwing them. And he's just he's jacked and he's. Uh, how much more does he weigh than Mayweather? Uh, he weighs a lot more. Well, I think he's like six three, and what's Mayweather five nine?
0: You know this that must have killed. Back to A. Rod must have killed him. He had to work last night. He couldn't go to that. That was all about being seen. It was all
1: like, look at me. I'm here. It's yep. a,
0: where was it again? When? Where was the fight?
1: It was uh, Miami. What's a Hard Rock Stadium? I want right. to find out. I want to find out the numbers on this, by the way, too. Because Mayweather was guaranteed ten million dollars and fifty percent of the pay per view sales. Ugh. Logan Paul was guaranteed two hundred fifty k and ten percent of the pay per view sales. I want to see because Showtime crashed. People oh, could really? buy it, and it was all messed up last night. I want to see the numbers. It. I
0: can't imagine buying that. I mean, I'd rather give my money, harder money, to AOC's abuela. <laughs> if you did that, you got your money back. It's the perfect donation. But uh, all right, that is it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Why am I stopping? You, no one else stops.
0: I don't. I... I go home. The Jerry Callahan Podcast.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night.
1: Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com